0: The fried Oreos were delicious, BT-dubs. What's that smell? It smells like... Is that fried dough? No, fried onion rings. French fries? Fried Oreos? Fried cheesecake? Wait, did someone deep fry a deep fryer? You crazy, carny bastards. Well, it's August, so that can mean only one thing. It's county fair season in upstate New York. Occasionally a few blocks would get shut down in New York City for a fair, but those fairs paled in comparison to their upstate equivalents. Sure, you'd get a bouncy castle, a a a hit-a-thing-with-another-thing-to-win-a-different-thing, and some sort of miniaturized version of a full-sized amusement park ride that could fit on a city street, complete with adorable miniature accidents and miniature bloodshed, but that would be it. Adding insult to, sometimes literal, injury, there was really just one fair in all of New York City. It was the same booths, the same rides, the same everything, just on a different few blocks every weekend in the summer. It took me a few years to realize this. Every time I saw a street fair, I would get excited. Then I would scope it out and realize, wait a minute, I saw these same Ferris wheel bloodstains last week. Here's the thing that took me far too many decades to realize, though. That's how fairs work. Growing up in Gilderland, the fair meant the Altamont fair. Read more about Pat's days at the Altamont Fair in the Life and Times of Pat Rafferty, available at Borders Booksellers, Walden Books, and other fine retailers today. I went to the New York State Fair out in Syracuse once, but apart from the butter sculpture, which was admittedly pretty awesome, the Altamont Fair had it beat. The Altamont Fair was the one magic week out of the year when the Altamont Fairgrounds stirred to life. The old timey farm equipment sprung into action, the 4 H girls made $3 milkshakes, the pigs raced for regular non fried Oreos, and a new Miss Altamont was crowned after beheading her predecessor. Somebody really needs to update that law. In addition to all those wholesome Altamont centric activities, however, there was the other half of the fair the dark side. If memory serves, I believe it was even on the opposite side of a set of train tracks, just to drive home the metaphor. The other side of the Altamont fair was full of midway games and rickety rides, carnies and freaks, and fried, uh, everything. All these standard trimmings of a modern county fair. It was the half of the Altamont fair that had nothing to do with Altamont. At the end of the week, when the old-timey farm equipment got shut down, it didn't go anywhere. At the end of the week, when the other half of the fair shut down, it left town. As a kid, to me, the Altamont Fair was the other side. I didn't care about the agricultural exhibit and the one-room schoolhouse. I wanted to slide down the slide ride. I wanted to eat cotton candy and vomit on the Tilt-A-Whirl. Well, technically I wanted to vomit on the guy next to me on the Tilt-A-Whirl. Same idea. It never occurred to me that what made the Altamont Fair the Altamont Fair wasn't all the bullshit on the other side of the tracks. It was what was on the other side of the tracks. On this side of the tracks, that is. The ones that are, you know, the ones that aren't over there, they're over here. No, no, on this side. You know what I mean. It took cheating on the Altamont Fair with the Saratoga County Fair for me to realize this. Please don't tell the Altamont Fair. Knowing I would once again be missing the Altamont Fair this year, a couple weeks ago I decided to hit up the Saratoga County Fair for the first time ever with my Schenectady peeps. One, two, three, four, five, represent! One, two, three, four, five, it's Schenectady's zip code, BT-dubs. Pretty sweet, right? BT-dubs, I say BT-dubs when I'm talking about Schenectady, apparently. Mm, BT-dubs. The Saratoga fairgrounds are much smaller than their Altamont counterparts. Parking is non-existent, so enterprising fairground neighbors parcel their lawns into parking lots and make a pretty decent dime doing so. Supply and demand at its finest. Capitalism. It works. Sometimes. Once inside the fairgrounds, I immediately declared to my 12345 cohorts, Huh, this is just the Altamont Fair only three weeks earlier and with fewer beauty pageant beheadings. Walking down the Midway only made these similarities more apparent. Carneys challenged us to games of no chance whatsoever. Fried food beckoned to us at every turn. The rides, while painted differently than I remember, were definitely the same rides I rode as a kid in Altamont. Code of Kearney Conduct No. 78, it's cheaper to retheme a ride with a new paint job than it is to buy a whole new ride. After a lap around the fairgrounds, after seeing the same fair but the bizarro world version of it, I realized while the Saratoga County Fair was similar to the Altamont Fair, it wasn't the same fair only three weeks earlier after all. It was missing all the Altamont stuff. More precisely, I was missing all the Altamont stuff. Somewhere along the way growing up, without realizing it, I stopped caring about the cotton candy and the rides at the Altamont fair and started caring about everything else. The Altamont stuff. I missed the old-timey farm equipment and the one-room schoolhouse. Sure, there was still the agriculture exhibit in Bizarro World, but it was Saratoga agriculture, not Altamont agriculture. Boo! These cows suck! Boo, cows! Point is, while fairs are the same all over, that's how they work, after all, Each one is still a unique snowflake. Sure, there's the Kearney-Phil deep-fried side, but on the other side of the train tracks, everything you grew up with will always be there waiting for you. Well, except last year's Miss Altamont. She's a goner.